It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Of course, I'm Jarvis. She's Tanitra. Tanitra, I see you represent with the Atlanta Dream head on, so I already know what type of day it's going to be right now, right? <laughs> yes. I understand it is a beautiful day out here today. We are got a lot of stuff on board for you. We're going to start off with the top three with Jarvis and T. Yeah. And you know, we're going to do a deep dive into the Atlanta Braves. What's going on? What are these issues? We're going to have to, whoo, have to figure this thing out. And Ooh. for the culture, oh, it's going to be a hot one for, for the culture today. All I got to <laughs> say is two words, Cam, Cam. Newton. <laughs> we're going to get into all of that. But before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit about prize picks. All right, NBA fans, you know what time it is. Play-in tournament starts tonight. There are going to be a couple teams that we're going to be watching here in Atlanta. Um, if you're looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA, then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks, Prize Picks, Prize Picks. They say if you say th- a word three times, it'll start to register. So, yeah, if I say it three times, you already know what I'm trying to do. Prize Picks <laughs> is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will, too. It's easy to use, y'all. Let me tell you how you do You pick two to five players, and then the mm-hmm. over-under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times Wow. On any entry. See, come on now. Who's giving those type of returns back? I know right. when I was playing the stock market, I wouldn't get those type of returns. Not on my first try. Come right, on. Now. Right. They can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's just that easy. Prize picks, prize picks, prize picks. And they offer a variety of options. Prize pick offers any prop you can think of, some points scored to rebounds and even steals. Prize picks allows missed sports entries. And you can also, it doesn't offer NBA. It doesn't just offer NBA. They can have, they have options on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. <laughs> Whatever sports you want to get down with, that's what prize picks offer. Now, for a limited time, y'all, let me tell y'all, now it's really trying to do this, right? Prize Pick has an exclusive, no-brainer offer for all of our users, right? Users can get $50 for free. If a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point, let me repeat that. You get $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. But you must use code NBA. Use code NBA. Use code NBA. And it's an exclusive offer for just watching Locked On and listening to Locked On on YouTube. Make sure you go like and subscribe. And Download us on all the, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, download us and we'll be right there waiting for you. And yeah, go ahead and use that, that code because, hey, it's just for y'all. Nobody else. T, <laughs> woo, wow. Um, the Falcons. The um, Falcons. The, the Atlanta Falcons. You know, the draft is only like a, almost a couple of weeks away now. Crazy right? that it's almost <laughs> here. Yeah. It is here. Almost here. It's almost here. And 
I, I think one of the things that that, that kind of struck me was a player by the name of Harrison Smith. For those you don't know, he is one of the best safeties in the entire NFL. And I thought he said something that kind of really stuck out to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I want to start off with this quote, and I want to get your reaction, right? Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of dig into it just a little bit. You know, that's big, selfishly, for secondary players. This is it, as far as bringing in guys. They brought mm -hmm. in a lot of uh, edge rushers, people who can rush the quarterback, right? And, you know, this is the safety talk. All right? He said, that's big, selfishly, for secondary players. If you can get to the quarterback, disrupt the quarterback, make it a little harder on him, it's important. Mm -hmm. We all know it's a quarterback-driven league. Yes. It's a quarterback-driven league. <laughs> so you've got to make them uncomfortable back there. Mm -hmm. I think we've done quite a good job of getting guys in here to do that. Yes. T, I want to hear Terry Fontenot say the exact same thing come draft day. He yes. knows Harrison Smith, who's a safety, knows mm -hmm. exactly what needs to happen in order for them to get back to defense. They've had some issues the past couple years. He mm -hmm. knows exactly what needs to happen in order for them to be a really good, formidable defense. So shouldn't Terry Fontenot be saying the same thing? <laughs> agreed. Absolutely agreed. And, and listen, I think that for me, and, and I heard someone say earlier today on a show that one of the spaces that they'd be okay with in that number eight pick or, or one of the, the positions, we'll say, was right. uh, safety. No, it was corner. And I said, Rook? No, I said that's actually one of the spaces where the Falcons are decent. Like yeah. secondary, yeah, the secondary AJ Terrell is way, you know, more than decent. He's we know he, where he's gonna be. Yep. Yeah, he you know what it is, you knew what it was from day one, and he is not disappointed. He has truly gotten better with time. And you're hoping for the same thing with Richie Grant. We started to see some shades for right. him in the secondary. And there are too many names to mention as far as veteran corners who can kind of give you something at least for one year or even veteran safety. So I think the secondary is, is short up just in terms of bringing that second level of pressure. Can we get back down to the first level of pressure and the importance of getting somebody on the edge that's going to put the fear of God into that quarterback who's trying to get to the second level, especially with his feet, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I hope that Terry Fontenot is thinking the same thing and that that whole organization is thinking the same thing. You look at somebody like Dean Pease, who has such an amazing pedigree. And I know personally, I hope that his voice is heard in the war room or as they're approaching that final day of going into the war room in terms of what the needs are for his, not just for his base three, four, because like we've talked about before, yes, that's the base patches that they run, but you know him. He'll run anything at anybody at any time, because like he said, anybody can blitz, everybody can blitz. So, and he'll put all kinds of packages there if he thinks, two things. If he thinks that you have the football IQ to be able to pull off the stunts that he wants you to, and if he thinks you've got the talent, well, right. Dean Pease doesn't quite have the talent that he yeah, needs to work with, especially in the trenches. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If you can get your defense back in order, because think about it. In most instances, I'll even give you a Hall of Famer like Peyton Manning. Yeah. When he was on the downside of his career and he was more of an adequate quarterback than a Hall of Famer, who won the Super Bowl for him? His defense. 
And who, how they win it? Vaughn in the trenches with Vaughn. Leading the way. And then who helps the Rams get it done again? And not to say anything against Matt Stafford, but once again, who really set the tone? Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller. So you got to get it right with your defense. I think Harrison Smith definitely said a word there. Yeah, it is a word for the times. If uh, if I can use a an old adage there, I, I and I and I just say this, you know, for those of the people who who are just falling all in love with Kyle Hamilton, just listen to a guy who plays the position in the league. He knows exactly what it takes in order for a, t- a defense to be successful. So yeah, let's start at the base. Let's start at the foundation. Stop trying to put some. Some fancy windows, mm-hmm. a fancy deck and everything, you know, get all that stuff um, before you take care of the foundation. Yeah. Get you some boys that can touch that quarterback. All right, T, there are some uh, important games coming on tonight. You know, the Hawks going to play them tomorrow night against the Charlotte Hornets mm-hmm. here at State Farm Arena. Yes. But tonight, Cavs, Nets is going down. So I think a lot of eyeballs should be on who wins that game because I think it's going to be very important as to whether or not the Hawks um, play at home, I mean, play at home on Friday once they win against the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, and and the Nets are the favorites in that game, still favored by seven and a half points because when you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the other side and rumblings of Willie Wonie, Willie Wonie, but they're kind of putting Ben Simmons out there like he could possibly play, if you will. They, they are matchup nightmares for <laughs> yes, anybody yes, they are. Yes, in the league they, at any given moment. And the Cavs, unfortunately for them, are still dealing with injuries with Jared Allen and even Evan Mobley has hobbled a bit for them. Yes, that's so when huge. You look, yeah, so when you look at who could really do it for them, yes, they still have Darius Garland and he's still going to be an absolute threat. But when you start looking deep onto that roster or even like a Kevin Love who's coming off the bench for them and often – you know, gives people some, still nightmares, nightmares and fits to this day matchup wise. I still like what I see with the Nets. However, I am hopeful that somehow Darius Garland can <laughs> dictate the flow of this game and win because the Hawks have beaten the Cavs three times. And that's one of the teams that I can truly say the Hawks have their number. Whereas right. with the Nets, although the Hawks won the last game, the Nets kind of have the Hawks number. So, yeah, really here. I mean, I love what Travis Slink said uh, on, on one of our, uh, the shows on the 92.9 earlier today where he said, uh, we don't care who we play. We just want to win, basically, is what he said. Like, right. yeah. we'll play anybody because yeah. if we're playing, that means we won Wednesday. <laughs> so we don't really care which <laughs> one of them, you know, is essentially going. But, yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to that game. We'll have an eye on that as it impacts the Hawks. But also – We'll have an eye on the playing game in the Western Conference, which will have the Clippers facing up against the Wolves because Anthony Edwards has really, again, taken his game up the next level and done some great things over with the Wolves and Carl Anthony Towns. They have a nice little base. They've been, you know, making some noise over there in the Western Conference. Now, juxtaposed to the Clippers, they're starting to gain their momentum back. Actually won five straight. So that game Mm. will be interested interesting to me to see as well clippers i believe are uh, favored in that game but yeah i'll be watching that one just because like we said we have that local talent who's going to be showing up for uh the wolves and then of course you have the clippers yeah i, I think carl anthony towns yes. kind of heard had the rabbit ears I, I think he heard people you know using that four-letter word you know soft i can say it on. oh yeah oh i knew yeah, yeah i knew exactly what right. yeah, 
you know, certain people don't like that, and mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand that. The people yes. probably you saw, like you gonna yeah. do everything Trigger. in your power. That is a trigger for him, and you can definitely tell he's <laughs> been he's been on one this year. So yeah, we'll definitely yeah. keep an eye on that. You know, with the local Ant Man, and mm-hmm. also definitely who the you know who will come out on top in that uh, Cavs Nets matchup as well. But before we get out of here, T, I definitely have to talk about Atlanta Dream had number yeah. one overall pick. Yeah, uh, Ryan Howard, not Ryan Howard from the Philadelphia Phillies. Right. Ryan Howard. Out of Kentucky was the number one overall pick for the Atlanta Dream last night. Uh, it was a lot. They actually traded up to to go um, get that number one overall pick. So that means they knew exactly who they wanted to, and they got their person. Yes, <laughs> who they, they wanted to trade. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I almost had to stop myself. You know what I was about to say. Yeah. I'm like, they got that oh, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just used got their player. <laughs> they got that player. Yes, yeah, they got the player that they wanted. Yeah, yeah, the Dream. About six days ago, uh, traded up from the third spot to uh, from the Mystics having the the number one there, and so did a little trade, if you will. And and what I like about it is, I think both teams won in, in that trade, if you will. Right. So I think that's always a good thing where you don't feel like you're giving up everything in order, mortgaging everything to get who you want, but that it actually is a trade that benefits both. And that's what I expect from Morgan Shaw Parker leading that that team and from Renee Montgomery, one of the owners and from GM Dan Padover, who is a two-time WNBA executive of the year, done phenomenal things with the Aces. So you're starting to see them put the pieces in place, putting pieces in place like with Ryan Howard um, at the shooting guard position and also giving, you know, Ari McDonald, who unfortunately got injured uh, last year, missed a clip of the, the season. But man, was she showing us some some amazing things with what she was able to do. And even in their uh, second pick at number 15, being able to pick Nas Hillman, uh, she's another one who absolutely is uh, amazing at what uh, she's been able to to do and accomplish She's kind of, she reminds me of a Renee Montgomery, like just grinding, just, you know, hard worker doing her thing as well. So I'm excited about what we're going to see on the court with the dream this year, but also congratulations to uh, Lorella Kubaj over at Georgia Tech, who is their first uh, draft pick in a number of years as well, took them to the, helped them to get to the NCAA tournament the last couple of years. So excited that that program is seeing some success and Jarvis, we would be remiss if we did not mention Jackson yeah. State's own Amisha yeah, Williams Holiday yeah. getting drafted first HBCU player in 20 20 years. That's a long time. It is too long. It is too long. And, you know, when you think about it, there's the way Jackson State had just been exploded on the scene. Yes. You know, people talk about what Deion Sanders has done for that football team. Mm-hmm. That's let's talk about what he's done for that entire school. Yes, they, they, yes. They've been landing some some big time prospects, and for Amisha to get drafted, man, mm-hmm. props to her. Props to yeah. her. Uh, yes. I, I think that is amazing, and we think you are amazing for watching us on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. But yes. coming up next, though, the Braves got spanked last night. We'll discuss. <laughs> That's next on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We'll see you on the other side. 
Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I'm Tanitra, this is Jarvis, and we are glad that you guys are coming back to join us to talk a little bit about sports entertainment and the culture. Thank you guys, as always, for rocking with us on the Locked On Sports Atlanta Network. You can check us out on any and all audio platforms, but also check us out on YouTube where you can like, you can follow, you, you can subscribe to our channels, not just our show, but check out Hitting Hard with John Chuckery. Check out A to Z with Mark Zeno. We're talking all things Atlanta sports. So appreciate you guys stopping by. And yes, yes, we will talk Braves. We are here for you. We are here for you to be your voice and your, your, your sounding boards for what we've been seeing in these Braves for these first five games of this season. But before we talk Braves, we're going to talk rock auto so this episode of the show this episode of this podcast is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models my goodness just cars on top of cars on top of cars it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stick stock all the parts that you need and i can attest to that because i'm always online looking for a part for my car so why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning. And that could be asking you whether your car is the base model or the top of the line model. You gotta wait in line sometimes, but the person behind the counter has to order the parts. And it just really, really sometimes can be stressful and kind of melts down into, <laughs> like you're melting down or it's like a snowball effect. But you have computers, you have access to a computer. That means you have access to Rock Auto at rockauto.com at home and in your parking pocket on your mobile device. So what you can do when you use rockauto.com is save time and save money and everybody's busy and who doesn't want to save a dollar? So why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even a hundred percent more on the same parts from this chain store or even a car dealership? And we know how expensive it is when you buy parts from a car dealership. Rock Auto, that's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years of prices are reliable and low for every single customer. And they have everything you need. Brake parts, which we all need that, especially in Atlanta with some of the stop and yeah, traffic. Sure. <laughs> Tail lamps, <laughs> motor oil. If you are someone who is going to do your oil change on your own, do you? And even new carpet. And for someone like me, that's important because unfortunately, as I am getting my production studio, my home studio together and went out and bought paint and had all kinds of ideas of what I was going to do, it's literally spilled on all my carpet. So I'm one of those people who's going to check out rockauto.com because I'm going to need some new carpet in my trunk. Again, they have everything you need. We encourage you to discover your own car parts needs. I already told you what my need is. So yes. please go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car at or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you again. Locked on is what you write in the how did you hear about us box so they'll know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Check them out. Now, who will be checking out tonight and hopefully we'll have a better download for you guys tomorrow is Bryce Elder. We just got word a few minutes ago that the Braves today selected his contract. He'll start tonight's game versus Washington opposite Patrick Corbin and to make room on that 40-man roster, Atlanta designated their catcher Chadwick Trump for assignment and to no shock of Jarvis's or anybody else's, the Braves <laughs> option Tucker Davidson and William Contreras. Yeah. 
triple A Gwinnett after last night's game. But in case you were wondering, wow, why? Why these changes? And why are they calling up Bryce Elder? 11 to 2. 11 to 2 is why. Mm -hmm. And when you look at how they got to the 11 to 2, giving up five runs in two respective innings, you know, in the third inning, when it was still a manageable game at five to one, you know, the Braves have always been a comeback type of team. So like Brian Snicker said, post game, he thought, hey, this was still clearly in hand. But then you get to the eighth inning and the Braves still haven't scored. Meanwhile, the Nats tack on five more. Now it's a problem because now we get to the ninth inning. You score one run and you walk away scratching your head about what happened. Why, Jarvis? Because as you said, where's the offense? Yeah, the offense is an issue. Uh, it's a problem. I, and I think it starts kind of like who's going to be in that leadoff spot. I think mm -hmm. that's something that needs to be kind of figured out. Okay, are, is it going to be Eddie Rosario? Yeah. Is it going to be Ozzy Albis, who was in there last night? He mm -hmm. went one for four. So, that's the, some of the things I think that Snickers kind of, since it's so early, that's yeah. what he's trying to figure out. But it's kind of hard watching yeah. them, you know, try to figure it out on the fly because, like I said, 99 days, they're locked out. You didn't have a chance to kind of play around with it during spring mm -hmm. training. So you're this is kind of a full spring training, you know, yeah. and it's live action. You know, so I, I think that as they try to figure it out, you know, I, I I believe that it's gonna it's gonna be a little hard. It's gonna be I, mm -hmm. my concern is gonna go up because yeah. I could, I'm looking up and down this roster and I'm saying, mm -hmm. okay, you have all this talent, like so you need to figure it out a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, at the end of the day. So, and to your point about you know Tucker, man, you giving up five runs and yeah. you know that's just and, and five hits, five earned runs, and two. Mm -hmm. Two and two third innings. Come on, yeah. yeah. That's that's not that's not what that's not not it's not acceptable. Not on this squad, you know. So you know maybe for the Nationals we were trying out people, but not for mm -hmm. the squad. And I think that if you are going to continue to kind of roll with that, there there needs to be a little bit more of guys that you know what they're going to bring to the table when you running them out there on the mound. Yeah, and I think part of it as well is. The fact that your starters are not your your starters on the mound are not giving you enough. So you're then forced to bring in the bullpen much sooner than you wanted to. Right. And you're also and that's then not putting your best people out there when you want them to be out there. So when your starters get in trouble, Whisker, you know, when they mm -hmm. get in trouble and it's a high pitch count and then they start giving up runs early then you've got these, uh, you know, your relievers coming in and you start to just kind of utilize your bullpen. And what's also happening is sometimes it's a situation where like an Enoa uh, is leaving somebody or Nina Anderson is leaving someone on base and they're either loaded or close to loaded. And so when that, uh, when the pitching change happens, it's like the bottom of the order is given the Braves, the bottom of the order for the opponents is also given the Braves the blues. But part of that is because, well, the starters are loading up the bases. So right. when they when someone comes Ducks in, on the pond, somebody will come home eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about you're talking about pitchers who maybe you wanted them to come in for an inning, right? Or right. maybe one and a third or one and two thirds innings. But when we're talking about two and two thirds innings or three innings, that's not what you brought them in for. So I really will be interested, definitely looking to see what Bryce Elder does tonight. 
but also looking to see if when we get back to the top of the rotation, what do we see in Max Freed now that he's gone through, you know, one uh, rope? We've gone through the rotation one time. What do we see in Charlie Morton that next go around? Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. What he is acknowledged boring? that, hey, yes. I'm kind of still rusty because I didn't get what I needed out of training camp. And then, of course, finally, you look at Enoa and you say, okay, of course, not to sound like I'm hitting the panic button, but mm. you do just wonder after what happened last year, if his technique, if his mechanics, if everything is ever really going to be okay for him. Yeah, and, that, and those are the two of the bigger questions coming into the season as far as what you're going to get from Renoa with him coming back off the self-inflicted injury. Yes. And Ian Anderson, who, you know, he, had, he showed us some good things last year. And, you know, those are the ones that you kind of like, all right, okay. Mm -hmm. More than likely you can get a little bit of motivation. But when you see what you – in that first appearance, you're like, okay. And right. you start to think like, okay, is Kyle right? a guy that's going to be in that third spot, you know, mm -hmm. once they kind of shift things around and they get into the regular rotation after, right. the, after the first month of the season. So mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, it's a, it's a matter of keeping an eye on it. I'm not yes. too concerned, but no, like this, this, I'm not too concerned about the pitching staff. I know those things are going to work themselves out, but yes. this team should be scoring some runs too. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with you. You look at Tuki Toussaint, who, you know, once you send him to AAA, there's a window of time before you can bring him back. And so he's not that window of time ends for him on April 17th. So you really are in a situation where you kind of waiting, wait and see mode, for example, with him. So, yeah, I am going to wait and see. But, yeah, one of the things I want to really keep an eye on is production, because that's one thing that there's never been an issue with the Braves. They can produce right, runs, yeah. but hey, even they may have to get caught up and up to speed from not having that opportunity to really just get those reps in during camp. No doubt about it. And, and like I said, we will definitely see. Hopefully, they can get back on track and yes. make this get this train rolling because I'm looking. I'm looking forward to these teams want some runs because there have been some bright spots in that lineup with Matt Olson playing the way he's playing. You know, Marcel Zuna's starting to get his feet up under him. Like, it, awesome. it's some encouraging things. I just yeah. I just need everybody to come on in and join. Join the party. Join the uh the party. Let's let's get these runs going. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back, for the culture is gonna be lit lit <laughs> today. Yes. Because yes. as Jarvis said, Cam, damn. We'll see you guys on the other side of ATL Day Ones. It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanisha. You just want to say thank you for just rocking with us. You guys have been doing your thing when it comes to liking and subscribing and, and checking us out. Don't forget, you can always download us on wherever you get your podcast, wherever I'm talking about. Spotify, Audible, wherever, Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast, you can check us out. Make sure you do that because we will be bringing this thing each and every day. And yeah. check us out on YouTube. It's free. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't cost can, nothing for you. You can see us and see what we look like. You know, you know, Tanisha and I, you know, we, we, we all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we, we know, yeah, yeah, you know, we ain't ugly, you know, but, you know, <laughs> let me move on before I get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> like Cam. He's going down the Cam damn road. I don't want him going down the damn Cam road. I'm going to do that, you know, because this is a for the culture. And we're going to talk about Cam Newton and some of the comments that he had. But before we do that, 
I want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats. You know, you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NBA playoffs. Remember, when we were talking about the Cavs and the Nets. You can check the, check them out tonight. See what Kevin Durant, you know, maybe you can hit that over-under on him and see what he does. Or maybe Kyrie Irving goes for 60 points. You know, and you can go and make some money there. You know, check them out. And also, you know, you can uh, bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So make sure you go ahead to the website today, today, today. The playoffs are starting. Major League Baseball is going on. The mm-hmm. Braves play tonight. Go put some money on Matt Olson. Yes. Or whatever, whatever, because he is <laughs> absolutely killing it right now. He's going to make you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, you can learn more about, you know, the website as far as the trends and the actions because, you know what, Bet Online is where the game starts. Tanitra Batiste, for the culture, we are here for you, and we hope you continue to rock with us and, and, and ride with us as we – as we go on on the Locked On Sports Atlanta. Yes. Make sure you subscribe. But T, Cam Newton kind of stepped in it. You know, this is something that we're not we're not too out of the realm when it comes to the way Cam Newton kind of phrases things. But he he went on, a, he was on the podcast. I think it was the Million Dollar Podcast. Yes. And he was talking about women and relationships. And he got, got to a point where it was like a minute and 20 seconds snippet. <laughs> Like, that that was pulled from that, and it just made him seem like a, a, a Neanderthal. Yes, that's the word. I <laughs> if I give a word like if, I, if it was a perfect word to use in this situation, Cam New was made to look out to be a, a, a Neanderthal when he's yes. talking about women being needing to be quiet yes. and you know and learn when to speak and yes. they need to know how to cook and all this stuff and it can't be a bad chick and. They can't be a boss and all this good stuff. They need to stay at home and and, and take care of my babies and, and cook. But I would I would be remiss. I'm going to say what I need to say on this, but you know I have to let you kind of just opine on this. So yeah. Tanitra Batiste, the floor is yours. Well, thank you, sir. But uh, <laughs> first of all, I, I want to say that I did listen to the audio in its entirety. Because for me, it's important to know the context. I know we live in a microwave society, but there are some things, whether it's a Cam Newton situation or like we delved into Dwayne Haskins and the Adam Schefter response and the Gil Grant response, we listened to the audio, we read through the tweets, and that's what we're going to try to do on this show and bring to you context and give you some different vantage points. That's it. With this situation, we've met Cam before. I've interviewed Cam. I've spoken with Cam off Mm -hmm. camera. I've spoken with his brother, Cecil. And I know people who know his family quite well from his days at Westlake. So let me just lay that foundation part one. I'm seeing it from a slightly different vantage point. I think part two is you have to remember for Cam, yes, how he said it ain't right. I mean, like literally, I think you said he put his foot in his mouth and I just really wanted to say, no, no. That, way. no. But that being said, we all could use a little grace. And I know Cam is kind of running out of grace with us, but we could all use a little grace and people understanding what we were trying to communicate or convey in his, I don't want to say defense, but from his vantage point, 
no, you don't use the words cater and cook in the same sentence because that's triggering. Like mm -hmm. you, you literally say cater and cook in the same sentence, not going to be good for women, right? right. But in, in essence, what his context was, was he was saying that there are some women, some females who you know are braggadocious about, they do this, that, and the third, and they've got this, that, and the other. But he's asking, can you take care of the basics? Right. And that's really what he was trying to say. Now, did he communicate that effectively? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Right. We would be having this conversation in FTC if he did. Right. But what he was trying to say does make some semblance of sense as long as, as long as there's parity and equity. So if you're saying that that female should just be quiet from time to time, well, there may be moments where you want to step back and not say anything like this moment, Cam. You should have been quiet. This, you know, so definitely that's one aspect of it. But on the same token, we may look at it from the perspective of his upbringing. You know, he yeah. came up in a family with an educated mother and an educated father, but also a father who was a pastor, a mother who was essentially a first lady. And there were kind of some roles and responsibilities that they took on, not to say that they didn't interchange. And I'm, I'm going to switch gears and let Jarvis chime in because he's married with children. And he can give some uh, just another amazing vantage point there as well. But there are some roles and responsibilities that he grew up with in a traditional household that he wants to see in his household. Again, did he communicate it that way? Not very well. But for all of these people who are out here just dragging this poor dude, especially some of our females, kind of kind of understand what he was trying to say in terms of maybe when we, you know, we're over the top with certain things. And sometimes it feels like it's a competition for lack of a better term. Yeah. Also from our male perspective, it's interesting because on the record, and I can say this from conversations that happened even today, on the record, everybody was saying how, hey, he's a Neanderthal and he's really antiquated in his thought process. But off camera and off the record, a lot of men were co-signing on what he was saying. Just saying. Right. Let's keep it a book. Like, can we do that here? That's what we do on, on For the Culture yeah. and on ATL Day Ones. I, I think that, of course, I would love for my wife to come home and cook for me every day. I yeah. would absolutely love that. That would be dope. But Because your mother cooked. Yes, and, and my mom cooked. Growing up. And she still didn't cook every day because right. she worked the whole she job. I saw how hard that was and how hard she worked and yes. how good she wanted to be at her job. And she mm -hmm. put in the time and work to in order to accomplish that. And yes. my brother and I picked up on some of those tricks. Mm -hmm. And I got some of those same tricks from my pops as well. Like so yes. that's what we need to understand when Cam is talking, where he's coming from, right? He saw how you can be successful through his parents. You yeah. saw a two-parent household and how he used it, a three-parent household, mm -hmm. and how essential his grandmother was in his yeah. upbringing. So, and his mom and dad have been together for like 36, 37 years. years. So, yeah. they got to be doing something right, right? Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people are a little touched by it because they may or may not be successful in their relationship that yeah. they've had with the opposite sex or if they're with the same yeah. sex. Well, however yeah. you get down, that's how you get down. But, I think it's just people have to take it from that's Cam's story. That's Cam's experience. Yeah. That's Cam's upbringing. And he likes it. You know, thankfully, he likes the way he was brought up. And that's what he would like or expect in his relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Like people compartmentalize things, right? Yeah. I can I can serve my wife and and not and there not be a a, a place where somebody can say, oh, or well, she got he got you she got you whipped, man. She right. yeah. I like okay. If long as I'm satisfied, as long as my wife is satisfied with what I what we got going on, that's all good. Yes. How you yeah. get down if you don't think it's good advice or or you don't think it's going to help you as a woman hearing what he said. Right. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. And I know that's a trigger because you know black men and black women. You know there yeah. have been some some issues there. And like chasms. you mentioned, yes. <laughs> there been some chasms, chasms there. Yeah, some schisms. You know there. So when you have somebody come out and say these things, because these are personal, right? You know, Cam is a is a football player. You don't have to talk about what he expects in a in a relationship. He mm-hmm. chose to speak about right. it. He was asked about it. They had a conversation about it. Yeah. And he just gave his opinion. So yeah. don't bust the man upside the head because he saw how his mom and dad were successful growing up, you know, and how they were able to raise a family. He and his brother, you know, uh, or brothers, you know, yes. they kind of they had a, a certain lifestyle that he mm-hmm. appreciated. And he's yeah. been able to have enough talent to go on and, and build an even better life. So he yeah. wants to be able to have that too. He want to be able to have that millionaire lifestyle that yes. the NFL has afforded him. Mm-hmm. And also he want to have a traditional relationship because those yeah. are based on what he believes works. And yeah. he's seen it work. So mm-hmm. why not? Would he, why wouldn't he believe it? So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with it. And like, man, people just need to chill when it comes to relationships. People, so people just be tripping. They just want to just touch on everything. Yeah, just be right. touched and, by and, every dog on the thing. Right. And just go without in kind of thinking about right. Without kind of thinking about the vantage points, because there was something that we talked about in our pre-production meeting that I want to bring up as well. And, and just shout out to you and to your wife, my good sis, because you know, I, I take a lot of um lessons from you guys in terms of how you oh, balance things. Yes, absolutely. And how you guys balance things, understanding that, yeah, like you said, you would love it if, you know, your wife cooked every day or every other day, because that's what you grew up seeing. And it worked well because your parents had a good marriage. So I can't blame you for desiring that. However, there's a flexibility and there's a give and a take that you guys have such that, Mm -hmm. hey, she knows you like to cook. So boom, do you and cook, you know, get it in. You're also good with your girls. You're a great girl, dad. So, hey, you take on that role as well, but Tanae knows. I can well. do that hair shoe. Yeah, exactly. Know why I do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm still working. I'm still working on my brother with that. <laughs> my sister and I, we're, we're still trying to help him out with, with, with my nieces. I'm not elite, okay. but I, sure. I can get it. I can get the job done. You know what exactly. I'm saying? They, they go to school and nobody's calling defects. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yes. and, and that's a great point, though, because he can take on those quote unquote tr- traditional roles and be yeah. quite fine with it. And his wife can take on the quote unquote traditional roles of, of his. If she needs to wash the car, traditional role, or if she needs mm-hmm. to get the oil change, traditional role. But to me, it's more about what works for you and what is healthy in your space and understanding that was what he saw that was healthy in his space. He's looking at a 37 year marriage that produced three successful black males and he's saying i like that blueprint you may not like that blueprint but i like that blueprint because it works and so again we're just here to say just see it 
from some different vantage points. And I'm saying it as a female, but again, the things that kind of, you know, like I said before, and I have to keep reiterating because people love to just get sound bites and keep it moving, is we're not co-signing on how he said what he said, because he certainly could have framed that much better than for it to come down to some triggering sound bites like cooking, catering, and, you know, we're yeah. done here. Yeah. It, it, it should have been put in better context and there should have been follow-up questions and conversation about exactly what he meant. But that said, we do understand because of his upbringing, not just what he saw in his home, but also their belief system as Christians in terms of what the expectations are in that home, that that's where his vantage point comes from. But always, always it's about that flexibility and doing what it is that works in your household if you are fortunate enough to have such a household. Indeed. Nothing else to be said. Y'all heard what she said? Y'all make sure y'all come back. And also you can download us on all the podcast platforms and like and subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta. We are the ATL Day One Podcast. I'm Jarvis. She's Tanitra. And you know what? We're going to be coming back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Make sure you check us out and you will be able to hear us and watch us right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Y'all make sure y'all come back. T, you got any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I can't wait tomorrow to talk about the Nets beating the Cavs. So they're taking care of their business, and then we'll talk about how the Hawks will take care of theirs tomorrow night. And hopefully we'll be able to talk about a Braves dub. Yeah, they need that dub. We'll see y'all tomorrow. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.